0: You need Indeed.
1: Once again, it is the Field of 68's Best Bets live stream. If you're listening to this in Apple Podcasts or you are listening to this on Spotify, it is the Field of 68 Best Bets podcast. Today is Thursday morning. My name is Rob Doster. Of course, I have my lovely, lovely co-host, the one and only Jeff Goodman, a, uh, a cow basketball super
2: fan. Uh, I really it. Actually, I've been wearing this hat, honestly, since I was probably about... Uh, 16 years old. Not this one, but a Cal hat like this since I was about 16. Love the did hat. You see,
1: did you see Sharif Abdul Rahim tweeted to you yesterday? Did he really? Yeah, you had the hat on, and he tweeted it. He was just like, hey, Goodman Hoops, love to see it.
2: There you All go. All right. Sharif Abdul
1: Rahim. Apparently, he's a gambler. A Cal-
2: obviously, a Cal fan.
1: Yeah. Um, Do we want to talk so, about my day yesterday? No, I don't want to talk about your day yesterday. I do. I do, you, I do want to talk day? about. Well, we got, I'd say, about eight inches of snow here yesterday.
2: No, you do. Yeah, we, oh, I, we had now. a we had a we
1: had a pretty epic uh, snowball fight yesterday. Though so my one of my neighbors goes around, he's got a he's got a quad and he puts yeah. a plow in front of it and he'll like plow the sidewalks and plow some of the driveways of the older people in the neighborhood. So my son decided it'd be a good idea to just start firing snowballs at him every time he drove by on the quad. So he started coming back and he would make his own snowballs and fire
2: them at us when he drove by. It turned into a pretty epic snowball fight. Nothing better than a good snowball fight, Goodman. Uh yeah, just be careful. Don't injure your kids. I, I did that with my daughter two days ago. We were playing Monopoly. <laughs> And there, there's a card in Monopoly now. Yeah, well, there's a card in Monopoly that it says something like, uh, throw all the $100 bills that are in the bank in the air and oh, uh, and go get just go get them, right? Like throw them in the air and everybody, it's a free-for-all for who can get the $100 bills. I thought my wife was joking. She pulled the card like from Chance or whatever it is. And it's true in the new edition. So she throws them in the air. I took my daughter out. Just took my daughter out. She, she, she's okay, but I got a lot of $100 bills. And, and the key was, it turned the game. I won. I was losing at the time. I got a ton of $100 bills, and uh, I beat them both.
1: Hey, look, that is all that matters, as long as you win. Can't but lose to your kids in Monopoly. Can't not do at
2: any cost, but at least you didn't have to go to the hospital or anything like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, all right, so last night, Duke got a bounce-back win. Villanova looked pretty impressive uh, in a win at Butler. Um, Ohio State lost at Purdue, and they benched a couple of their starters. What were your biggest takeaways from last night's action?
2: Um, Probably that the Pac-10-12 stinks still. And, and Washington lost to Montana, and Arizona State uh, lost a, a bad game to UTEP. I, I know it came without Marcus Bagley, but um, this league is is just continuing to dig themselves into a hole in which it's hard to imagine them getting more than three, maybe four teams in the NCAA tournament. I mean, it's just such a weird year, so it's hard to say what can happen and how the committee's going to look at everything. But UCLA is the only team I have in the top 25 right now, and they're at number 25. Oregon's going to get better. Arizona hasn't played anybody. Arizona State does not look like a tournament team today, Um, and the bottom of the league stinks. Yeah, it's
1: not a very good conference right now. Not even close. Um, the, the Arizona State thing is is frustrating and, and kind of weird to me. Like and maybe it's not, maybe Bobby Hurley just is not as good as we thought he was gonna end up being, but uh, there's really no excuse to be as talented as they are and then continue yeah. to have the struggles that they have.
2: With the a veteran just, point guard with a the ultimate you know, I thought well, putting him on I didn't want to put him on my preseason All American teams, any of them. And I put him on my third team. And I still just didn't buy into like Remy Martin, and, and I love him as a kid. I love him. he's a super kid, and, and some days he looks like a first team all American, and then nights like last night he looks like honestly he can't play for a mid major, and uh, so it's hard to it's it's hard when your your point guard your your veteran your leader isn't consistent, then then it's just it's really hard. How weird is it
1: that we are in yet another season where uh, we have the two best teams on the
2: West Coast not coming from the Pac twelve conference? <laughs> yeah, all right Listen, it's been kind of uh, consistent now the last couple of years. I we guess. have a
1: guest on the live stream today, Jeffrey.
2: Uh, there she is. Hi. The Say much hi. hello. hello. Say hi.
1: Sorry. All right. Say bye.
2: Mama. make yes, any picks so today?
1: Um, no, she's not very good.
2: Maybe you should just hold up like logos, you know, like mascots or something, and let it go.
1: <laughs> maybe, right. maybe. Hey, look, I'm above five hundred now. I'm back. I'm back over the You're hill. Thirty-three back and over
2: thirty-two. Here. You're thirty-three and thirty-two. I'm forty-two and thirty-five. So you have still got some catching. You, you had a you had a good day yesterday, but you know what? I, I got it coming back before we, before we
1: talk about tonight's slate, though. Um, I do want to just mention that uh, Duke's bounce back and. I'm not buying too much into it. You know, we talked about this yesterday on the stream. Um, Duke, the thing about going up against that Notre Dame team where Duke is really going to struggle is when teams can kind of outsize and out athlete them and can take advantage of the fact that like as talented as Matthew hurt is offensively, like he ain't going to stop anybody. Right. Like he,
2: like a Florida state, State. somebody Florida
1: state. Yeah. Florida state will eat them up. Um, Illinois, who is has great uh, ball screen point guards and a, and a couple of really good big guys. Um, Michigan State, who has guys that can beat people off the dribble and, and kind of take advantage of some of the frailties Duke has defensively. Like Those are the teams that are going to be able to to take advantage of that. Someone like a Notre Dame, um, that was never – I mean, Duke is basically
2: just like Notre Dame with five stars this year. That's really what they are. Right. I just thought – the only reason I thought Notre Dame had a better shot was because it was at home, number one, and number two, they're older. So I thought they had a shot there, but Jeremy Roach was good. Matthew Hurt's been very good. And like you said, against a team like Notre Dame, um, you're not taking advantage of him defensively, which other teams are going to be able to do.
1: Yes. So for you, long-term, who what is who is the most important guy on this Duke roster? Like who, who needs to be the guy that takes that step forward into – um, being something close to an all ACC kind of a player for for you to for for Duke to get back to the point where they're you know legitimately in that that kind of top
2: twenty conversation. I mean, if Jeremy Rhodes not- can't be an upper tier point guard by middle ACC play, they have no shot to me of of, of being a team that that could threaten right and, and make noise in the NCAA tournament. Uh, I, I just think if he's really good, he gets easy shots for some of those other wings that yeah. need. Right. I mean, they're not really capable of doing it on their own yet. Uh, I don't know what the the status is of Jalen Johnson. You and I have talked about this off the record, the foot injury. Am I buying it a hundred percent? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'll say it right now. I will say it right now here on this pod, Robert Doster, that I'm not completely buying this Jalen Johnson foot injury. How's that? All right. I, I
1: okay, there you go. It's out there. Put it out there. Um, for me, I think that Wendell Moore is is kind of the key, right? Like you're, you're 100% correct about Jeremy Roach. Um, I'm just kind of assuming that a freshman point guard uh, will, will take some time to acclimate. So I'm, I kind of – I was expecting him to have a little bit of a slow start to the year. And part of the reason I was bullish on Duke early on um, kind of in the preseason was because, you know, Jalen Johnson is a playmaker and that would take some of the pressure off of Jeremy Roach to be a playmaker. Like he didn't have a single assist last night. Jalen Johnson is a guy that can create out of situations like that. So that's kind of why I was buying in on them early on uh, and why I think that they like were, they had some growth. So like I, I expect Jeremy Roach to get better. I, I, I see uh, very little chance that he does not get better. Um, for Wendell Moore, though, you're
2: a sophomore. You're getting nine minutes a game at this no, point. that's Luckily, it's a problem. D.J. Stewart playing well because they need one of those two, and it doesn't look like it's going to be Wendell Moore. So, to me, D.J. Stewart's got to be that guy, and Jeremy Roach has to get better, and Matthew Hurts is going to be consistent offensively. Um, but, yeah, they're just not that good. They're, they're, they're okay. They're okay. They're just not – listen, Kentucky's upside I think is higher.
0: Oh no! No question. We we've,
1: we've discussed this plenty. Like there, there's a very clear path to Kentucky becoming a like top 15 team again with Duke. It's like, well, I don't know if they can get there, you know. So I I, I hear what you're saying. Like I think if they played right now, Duke would probably probably win. know. Uh, um,
2: who knows? Honestly. Who knows?
1: That's just that wouldn't be a very that would like honestly that's a, that's like a eight nine matchup in the NCAA tournament as a best case scenario. Those two teams playing. Maybe today, maybe for today. Maybe first. Plan. Today maybe it's like it the first four. Oh, you know what it you know what it is? It's a it's a final four matchup of NIT teams. But <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: all
1: right, before we get to tonight's slate, let me tell you guys about the official odds provider of the Field of 68 Media Network. That is DraftKings Sportsbook. The 2021 college basketball season is here. If you haven't noticed, we've been playing for like three weeks. What are you doing? The teams around the country took the offseason to retool and revamp And are ready to hit the court. They already have hit the court, actually. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has rolled out another one of their can't-miss offers. Trying DraftKings Sportsbook is easy. So what are you waiting for? Get in on all of the action now. To celebrate the return of basketball, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new players 100-to-1 odds on any featured matchup this week. And Jeff, we'll talk about it tomorrow, but there's a pretty big matchup on Saturday. I don't know if you've heard about it yet. There is. All you have to do is bet $1 on any of the featured matchups. And if your team wins, you win a crisp $100 bill. Well, I guess it's not really a $100 bill. You get $100 in your account. thats that, I mean, it's just as good as a Benjamin, man. It's just as good. It spends just as well. Um, so while we are all excited about the return of basketball, remember we are just a couple of weeks away from the NFL playoffs. Bowl season is right around the corner. We got a whole bunch of college football championships on Saturday. So there's a lot of stuff for you to be betting on. And DraftKings, it's safe. It's secure. It's reliable. It makes it easy for you to to deposit. It makes it easy for you to withdraw. I know this for a fact. I've told you my process is to pull out money anytime I have a really good day so I don't go around making dumb bets because the best way to lose money is making dumb bets. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code FIELD68. That's FIELD68 when you sign up to get 100-1 to 1 odds on any featured matchup this week. That's called FIELD68 for new players to get a shot at $100 on any featured matchup this week. For a limited time... Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Jeffrey, we got a good one tonight. We finally got a good basketball game. Uh, I love Kansas, it. Kansas at Texas Tech. Bill Self versus Chris Beard. Gideon. I love it. What do you got? How do you feel about this? Man, I don't... Real quick, just so people know, the line on uh, DraftKings Sportsbook is um, Kansas is getting two points, and the total is
2: 132.5. Go ahead, Jeff. Sorry. Imagine if you had told somebody five years ago that Kansas would be going to Lubbock, Texas, and and getting points in Lubbock, Texas, against Texas Tech. They would have thought you were out of your effing mind. Uh, but that's what Chris Beard does. Listen... Uh, he's got talent. The the question I have here is, uh, without the rabbit fans at, at Texas Tech, I don't know if they have any. Uh, I'm not sure they might, uh, but they certainly won't be full if they have any. Um, Kansas is a team that was already put together for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. Texas Tech is kind of thrown together, a couple transfers, couple key freshmen. Um, you know, some guys that return, Terry Shannon, but for the most part, a lot of transfers and freshmen where Kansas was already set for the most part. So I'm going to take Kansas on the road here. Take the points because to me, anytime Bill Self is getting points, I'm taking it. I'm taking listen, you know what I think of Chris Beard as a coach. I think everybody does. But Bill Self might be the best X's and O's coach in college basketball. So I'm going to take Kansas here.
1: I agree. Um, I already took Kansas on the money line. The the, the spread opened at uh, Texas Tech minus a point and a half and it moved all the way to Kansas minus three. Um, I got it at minus three or I got it at Kansas plus three. And I, the money line was what, 125. I believe I got to double check on, on what I got, but I already fired at it because the line's coming back down. Um yeah, I, I 100% totally agree. I don't think that Texas Tech is quite clicking just yet. Um, their biggest issue to me is on the offensive end of the floor. Like they're still kind of piecing together how it's all going to work. Um, defensively, they've 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 done well. You know, it took them a little while to figure out what Houston was doing to mess with them. But I mean, look, they struggled with Abilene Christian. Um, they don't don't I don't know. Gary Golden, whatever you do, I don't I don't know if they have necessarily have like how many pros they have on the roster. I know Kansas doesn't either, but it's a lot easier to mitigate that fact when you
2: have um, have upperclassmen, when you have older guys. Can I list off the teams they've played lately? And now they're going up to Kansas. Troy, Grambling State, Abilene Christian, Texas. Don't
1: disrespect Joe Golding. Don't disrespect
2: Joe Golding. I'm not. Don't you dare disrespect Joe Golding. I, I will not. But all I'm saying is They've been used to now for the last four games, playing a bunch of of low majors, and now you're going up to playing uh Kansas. And I don't know. I just feel like, again, they're veterans. Uh, my boy David McCormick's starting to get in gear. Uh Marcus Garrett, listen, Marcus Garrett's still a senior. Uh, does he need to get better as, as a point guard? Absolutely, but he's still a senior. And Mac McClung, you just never know what you're gonna get. That, that's the other part with Texas Tech this year that scares me, is are you going to get good Mac McClung or are you going to get bad Mac McClung? And, and Chris Beard, to me, is going to have a lot less hair at the end of this season coaching Mac McClung.
1: Maybe he'll finally shave, shave off that beard.
2: I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think so. I think he, he modeled that after you.
1: Yeah, I'll, well, yeah, that's why he looks so good now. Um, so I have I have two other questions. One is – who on Who on Texas Tech is going to guard Jalen Wilson? Where Where is that matchup? Because Texas Tech doesn't really Sharon have Cannon. that big wing. Got to be Terrence uh, Shannon, right? Yeah, but he missed a game earlier this week. Um, are we one hundred percent sure he's playing tonight?
2: I think he played the last game. Right? He played against Corpus Christi. So yeah, Jimmy, I think he's he's good to go. Be back. He'll be yeah, back. He's fifteen and seven against Corpus Christi. So Kyler Edwards was back. I mean, they're they're. They're healthy. It's just, again, it's going to take them some time. Um, But, I I don't know. Again, I I go Kansas there. What's the second best game of the day? There's a lot of, like, good games after that. I I think you can make a case for my, my favorite pick of the day, St. Louis, NC State. I really like the Billikens here. Really like them. NC State, in typical NC State fashion, hasn't really played anybody yet yet they're still high up on the Ken Palm rankings. I don't know how they do it, but the net's going to come out and, like, NC State's going to be, like, number one. Well, Ohio State will be one because they always are in the first edition of the net. But after that, NC State's going to find a way to to manipulate the net. It's what they do. They played Charleston Southern, North Florida, and UMass Lowell so far. They're 3-0. St. Louis has dudes, right? I mean, they they got good, good players. Perkins. Uh, has been spectacular so far. Uh, they beat LSU. They're given two at home. Correct, Rob? hmm I, I really like that. I really like St. Louis in that one. Uh,
1: I think I agree. Uh, when did NC State get out of quarantine? Do you know? Yeah, they've been out long enough. I think they've been mm-hmm. out trying to find a game. I think they've been out about a week. A week. Um, so what, what I've found to be really successful um, – so far is taking second half lines on teams that uh, teams that are coming out of quarantine it worked for Butler last night it worked um, who do we fade the other day okay I'm blanking but yeah. taking this taking the second half yeah, lines fading fading the teams that were coming out of quarantine just because yeah. their legs um, end up going away and I think that that's something that we can do with NC State here uh, I also just think that st. Louis is a better basketball team they
2: are a better team like is they it, are.
1: I don't think it's really saying all that much, and and the big thing for me that really stands out um, is that what St. Louis is going to try to do is 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 force turnovers and and muck up this game, and I'm not at a point where I trust Kansas State's ball handlers. Um, oh yes, I'm sorry, NC State. Well, I don't trust Kansas State's ball handlers either, but I don't trust NC State's uh, <laughs> you don't ball don't handlers. Trust
2: Kansas State's anything.
1: <laughs> I don't trust anything ball about handlers. Kansas State. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that that's going to be a fun game. I also kind of like the over in this spot, um, because of the way that both these teams can force turnovers. Because of the way they want to run and kind of play in transition, um, I think that we could end up seeing um, we could end up seeing a lot of points scored here and a lot of a lot of up and down basketball. So uh, that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. Um, the other part that I think is worth noting is that. These are two of the top 10 three point shooting teams in the country right now. Uh, North Carolina State is making 45% of their threes, and so is St. Louis. So we got a lot of turnovers that are being forced, a lot of easy baskets that are going to come as a result of it, and two teams that can really make threes. Uh, to me,
2: overs worth a shot. No one likes betting unders. All right. You're going over. I'm taking St. Louis in that one. Um, no, I'll, I'll be on St. Louis too. I'll be okay. on St. Louis. All right. Too. All right. I'm just going St. Louis. What else you got? Uh, I like Creighton
1: minus six and a half um at St. John's. And I also tend to lean towards the under in that uh, I'm sorry, the over in that spot as well. Um I'm gonna see if we can get that number to come down a little bit. Uh one sixty is too high for me. I was hoping to get it at like one fifty seven, one fifty eight, something like that. But um but yeah, I mean Creighton this is just the perfect bounce back spot. They just lost at home yeah. to Marquette. Um and they're going on the road to take on a St. John's team that is not, not very good at all. They can't really guard. I don't know how they're going to be able to stay in front of C- Creighton's guards. Uh, so I, I like Creighton. I like the Creighton side. Um, at the same time, Creighton can't really guard anybody. Like that's their biggest issue right now, that's is what I worry about. defensively. Yeah. So, which is why I kind of lean towards the over. Like, I mean, Creighton doesn't mind playing fast. St. John's wants to play fast. Um, Creighton can score with the best of them. Creighton can't stop anybody. Like to me, that just kind of says bet the over, right? So, yeah, it's um, high. It is high. 160 is a little high. Yeah, it's high. I mean,
2: I'm staying away.
1: Staying away altogether.
2: uh, Yeah, I just, I don't love it. I, you know, the other one that I'm like torn on is uh, Marquette Seton Hall. Marquette's given five at home. Is that right? Uh, I can't bet on that game because I'm in New Jersey. So, I believe it's Marquette's giving five. And uh, let me just make sure. Uh, it's down to four. It's down to four. Marquette giving four. I'll take the points there. You know, to me, again, I think it's kind of a pick em game. Marquette's been kind of helter-skelter here. They've got a couple really good wins. Um, I know you don't trust them. I'd like to see Bryce Aiken back and healthy for Seton Hall. But I just feel like the best player on the court is clearly uh, Sandro there. Uh, mm-hmm. Mom and uh, Kevin Willard's a hell of a coach, so I'm going to go Seton Hall on that one. That is at Seton Hall, correct? Um,
1: yes, it is. Um, yeah. so the thing that I like it's about that market, market, okay. So the thing that I like about this spot is that uh, we saw Seton Hall kind of struggle a little bit when they played. Um, I think it was six games in the span right. of uh yeah, it was Terrible. Right. They, they played was. six games in twelve days, but they've had they've had six days off. Right. Um, so they have a chance to get their legs under them. They've won three three in a row. They beat Penn State on the road. Um, they they beat St. John's at home. Uh, and I, they, I mean, it just feels like this is they've they've kind of they've had their get right spot. Right? Tell now you what, gonna, Mamu looks like he's playing like a first team All American. He's awesome. He, he's really, really good. I You know, I think that he's a guy that has some underrated pro potential because of the way that he can pass and handle the ball and make shots. Yep. Um, I don't know how great he is defensively, but, like, who cares, man? Like, no one – people right. – you know, if you're if you're not, like,
2: an elite defender, then it do, almost doesn't matter in the NBA. Yeah, he can be a second unit, right? he can be a second unit forward. He can shoot it now. He can put it on the floor way better than people thought. He's tough, uh, big, strong. So yeah, I, I think he's got a shot at the league too. Uh, Oregon, got, USF. Who do you who do you like in that one? Oregon's given seven.
1: Uh, uh,
2: oh. That seems too low for me. But every time
1: I've I've never once gotten a San Francisco line right. N- never once. Never ever ever once. I don't I don't think I've ever won a bet on that. Ever. Yeah, it's I'm hard. Saying, it's I'm hard, hard to not watch. to want
2: to take Oregon in this, but I don't know if Oregon's like. Ready yet? Obviously, they're still without Will Richardson. LJ Figueroa just came back. Now they're going to get Aaron Estrada back after the transfer ruling. Um, so they'll, they'll they'll integrate him too. I feel like it's going to take another couple weeks before Dana Altman starts to click with this Oregon team. So I'm 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 going to stay away from that one.
1: Yeah, because everything says to me, uh, take Oregon minus seven. But I've oh. never gotten a San Francisco game right. But I'm not going to take San Francisco plus seven there. So yeah, I'm saying st- I'm saying all all the way away from there. Um, I got one more for you. Are you ready? Yeah, I got oh. one too. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna roll through. I want to I want to rewind the tape a little bit. All right, I want to go back into a little bit of the recent history of this podcast. Okay. Um, on Sunday, December thirteenth. Northeastern played UMass for the second time in three days. Yeah, you said bet on UMass because of some whatever reason you thought. I said take the Northeastern money line. Yes, right. You did. Northeastern. You you did. Up, Northeastern won that game. You know why I said take the Northeastern money line? You said because that was that was the third time. Coach, no, that was the third time in two days that a team had played like back-to-back games against the same opponent. Northeastern lost to Massachusetts by 15, then turned around and beat UMass two days later. Uh, UC Santa Barbara beat Loyola Marymount by 11, turned around, lost to Loyola Marymount by five, three days later. Iona beat Fairfield by 28. In the same gym, on the very next night, they lost to Fairfield by 15. And that brings me to Wagner and Bryant. Do you know what happened last night, Jeffrey? Yeah, I believe Bryant won by 12. Uh, Bryant beat Wagner by 12 at home. Tonight, Bryant is playing Wagner at home. Ken Palm says that that line should be six. That line is currently <laughs> Wagner plus nine and a half. And if you hear right. in the background, okay, I no, my, my daughter is, a, is apparently a big fan of, um, of of Wagner plus nine and a half. That's why she's screaming. But, yeah, so Wagner plus nine and a half. Um, I could, there's a whole bunch of reasons other than what I just gave you. Like they, they crush the offensive glass. Brian can't get on the offensive boards. That's a way to kind of raise their floor a little bit. Uh, Brian wants to play fast, but um, teams that can slow the ball down tend to yeah. have more of an impact. It's easier to slow it down than the speed of game up. Um, so, all of those things combined lead me to say Wagner plus nine and a half is my favorite bet of the night. Just because Good. I can sit here and when I get it right, I can rub it in your face. Because I know you're I know you're gonna be on the fight in Jared Grossos. So there's no I, doubt about I'm, it.
2: I'm actually staying away from that one, but I am gonna go against your theory in a different NEC matchup. What do you got? LIU Sacred Heart. LIU beat the piss out of Sacred Heart last night by twenty. Okay. By twenty. Uh, at Sacred Heart. Killed. Them. LIU is only they they won by 20. They're only given four right now. I believe. Let me let me check and make sure. Wait, so
1: here's the thing. Here's the here's the reason why I think that that's a that's the right play and the side you want to be on because Sacred Heart just got out of quarantine. They did. Uh, I believe so. What was it like It was like a week ago.
2: Yeah, it was like a week ago. But but they also lost their two best players. Last year to transfer, one of them was at Tennessee. Uh, EJ Onesiki, I believe, is and Kareem Ozier. Hey, get it right, man. Come on, EJ.
1: How do you not know how to say EJ Onisiki? I just ones, put a little bit of a,
2: a, of a of accent
1: on, man. How do you not know EJ Onesiki? He's a Marv.
2: Kareem Ozier Kareem also left. So, Sacred Heart that. is picked to finish last in the NEC this year. Okay, last. LIU. I believe they're picked second. Uh, Derek Kellogg. Now they've only played a game this year. They, they they didn't play non-conference games, so that worries me a little bit. But Sacred Heart, like you said, just got out of quarantine a week ago. Uh, I, I love LIU. Give them four here. Love it. Like really, really like it. Might be my play of the day.
1: Yeah, I'm going to follow you on that one. That's a, that's a, that's a smart play.
2: All right. So what do you what do you got? What do you got for you? Can't we both got Kansas? We both got Kansas. Kansas. I have the Kansas Moneyline. I have St. Louis. Um, You got
1: St. Louis over. uh, I don't – I haven't decided. I'm not going to – I might play that one. I don't know yet. Um, I'm going to take Creighton minus 6.5. I'm going to take Wagner plus 9.5 and and LIU minus 4. All right.
2: I got Kansas, St. Louis, Seton Hall, and LIU. My pick of the day. LIU, baby.
1: There you go. There you go. All right. Hope everyone gets some winners out there. Jeffrey, it's always a pleasure. Later, Robert.